Out of Stigma's Shadow is a podcast where young people talk openly and honestly about their struggles with mental health. A note here for sensitive listeners, some of these stories include mentions of self-harm and suicidal thoughts, and they may be emotionally challenging, painful, or difficult to hear. Discretion and self-care are advised. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance crisis, you can always dial 988 for connection to free 24-7 confidential support. Here's Clark's story. Hi, I am Clark, and I am 18 years old. I go to high school. I am a cheerleader. I spend a lot of time at home reading in bed. (laughs) I watch a lot of TV and spend time with my parents. I like to hang out with my friends at the mall and I love to go shopping. So when I was seven years old, I was sexually assaulted. So he was a fellow student with me at the school, and he was a troublemaker, sort of, and I was more of a teacher's pet. So the teacher asked, was sort of assigned me to escort him to the restroom and make sure that he didn't get in trouble on the way. So on the way to the restroom every single day, and inside the restroom was when he took his opportunity. So I was put in that position by a person of higher authority, my teacher. So what my abuser said to me was that if anyone found out, they wouldn't love me anymore, and that sort of really worked. I did believe that for some reason the love that I had was conditional on how people looked at me. And so I wanted to keep that a secret for as long as possible. And I really let that hold a power over me. And I kept it a secret for about two years. And there were voices in my head telling me that I was dirty and unclean. And I wasn't able to like fall asleep and it kept me awake and I now looking back realize that I was suicidal I was just so tired I was so sleep deprived and so I decided that I had to like speak up I eventually cracked and told my biological father and he told my mother and my mother was devastated she blamed herself I don't really know how my biological father handled it We didn't really talk about it much. And my stepfather took it really hard. He wanted to be there for both me and my mother. He wanted to protect us as much as he could and he felt like he had failed in that. It was really hard on all of us. They took me out of the school where it happened. And um, yeah, I got diagnosed with PTSD and depression and an anxiety disorder. And I started therapy that year. I was reluctant at first. The woman was really nice. She was super nice. I remember she had lots of toys. I really loved the kinetic sand that she had. But um, I wasn't so interested in talking about what had happened to me. I really just wanted to like sit there in silence because I don't really feel like I understood what had happened to me. Like, I knew that something had happened. But, um, 
I didn't really know how to articulate it. Like, looking back now, I have a much clearer perspective. But in the moment, I was still so traumatized from the event that I don't think I had, like, a clear viewpoint. I would like to fast forward to how telepsychiatry sort of helped me. I found it really helpful during like middle school and like the early stages of high school when hormones started really wreaking havoc on me. I was in a really like emotional place. I definitely think that puberty hit me really hard. I definitely was feeling a lot about what had happened to me and well, it was especially hard because I do identify as a gay man. And so there are certain times where I don't want to be touched at all by my same gender. And that's a little hard when I'm attracted to my same gender. So I found that to be a little paradoxical at times. And I don't, it, it was just hard. I definitely needed to talk to someone about it and that's I think that's why I initially did want to talk to someone and I didn't feel comfortable talking to a family member because it just felt a little bit too personal but um telepsychiatry and teletherapy really did help it gave me the access to talk to someone now in the moment that just regular therapy didn't give me the access to and I could text back and forth with my therapist, and I could video conference with them. And also it felt nice because I could do it from my space, like my bedroom, a place where I felt safe. And I didn't have to go to an office where I, like, I didn't feel comfortable. It mostly gave me a space where I could talk through my thoughts and have a dialogue that I could open freely at any time and just communicate. I never felt like I was taking up someone's time or I was like intruding on someone's space. I always felt welcomed and I always felt like I was the priority. There are still voices in my head sometimes telling me that I'm unclean or no one will ever love me because of what happened to me. But eventually I realized that no matter how much power that has, my psyche is stronger. I'm stronger than that. It's sort of like chipping away at a very large boulder on my back. It's something that is ever-present, but um, eventually it'll be whittled down to nothing. I'm about to graduate high school, and I'm going to VCU for nursing. I have a great family. My mom and my stepdad are amazing. I have a plethora of aunts, cousins, and uncles who are incredibly supportive amazing grandparents. I have an amazing group of friends, all of them, and I am currently single, so no boyfriend. I've been through so much. There's something good is bound to happen eventually. You can definitely get through this if you find the right support system. You don't have to talk about it. You can just sit there in silence, but if you find the right tools, nothing can stop you.
You've been listening to Out of Stigma's Shadow, a podcast that's part of an initiative to combat barriers to seeking behavioral health care by raising awareness, increasing visibility, and ending stigma surrounding mental health and substance use disorders. Out of Stigma's Shadow is a partnership of Jewish Community Services, Catholic Charities, MedStar Health, NAMI Metropolitan Baltimore, and Behavioral Health System Baltimore. Additional support for this project was provided by the Marilyn and David Karp Philanthropic Fund, Mitchell David Endowment Fund, and Joan G. Klein Fund for Substance Use Disorders. Music for Out of Stigma's Shadow comes from Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Aaron Henkin. I produce the podcast. Thanks for listening, and be well.